On today's episode of The Bucket List, we'll be catching up on some of the biggest stories around the league and talking about some potential trades we could see. Let's go. Welcome in, welcome in. Episode 8 of the Bucket List Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Losser. Alongside me, my co-host, Seth Hipley. What up? How's everybody doing? Uh, we're back. It's been about uh, 25 days. Feeling like John Moran out here, if anybody gets that joke. <laughs> um, he was suspended 25 games for anybody that doesn't know. So, sorry for the long uh, hiatus. We family and holidays coming around the corner. Or, I mean, we're getting through them now, but Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Chrysler. Yeah, hope everyone had a great holiday. Uh, definitely good to relax with family and just kind of hang out. Yeah, I hope you guys all got your NBA gear. I got my Max Struess jersey, the City Edition. Right? I was actually gonna say we should share. Like, I obviously, if you've listened to any episodes, Patrick is a Cavs fan and I'm a Celtics fan. So, it is that your favorite Cavs gear that you got this year? Yeah, I mean that was the only one, and then I got like a basketball that we okay. can play with. But yeah, it's pretty much that. I mean, I was dying for the Struce jersey, so right. and then his, uh, Seth's brother Shane also got a Struce jersey. So he did the same the Struce, exact one. Struce is loose in our houses. I can tell you that. Um, I got a nice Celtics sweatshirt, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a retro look. So that was really cool. It was, Shout out to my brother-in-law. Unfortunately, Davis. it was stolen from his car. Um, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Just kidding. Uh, played a little prank on on patrick yeah so. christmas day they text me and say uh his, Listen, him, i had nothing to him do and with his, his lovely wife takes his phone and says oh hey uh all my christmas gifts got stolen from my car and i go what they didn't text me back for six hours and he goes yeah they got stolen and they facetime me uh like 30 minutes later and said it was gone or and then they they said it wasn't so yeah i mean if whatever but another cool thing that i got was a baby onesie saying my dad says I'm a Celtics fan, so that'll be cool come April to have my son, my first my first child, my firstborn, to be wearing that while we watch the Celtics win the championship. As they're down 20-plus to the Detroit Pistons, we're about to get Listen. into in the next segment. but It happens. So, let's get into it right now, though. First, right. that dirty, dirty boy is back. <laughs> Our favorite player you, in the entire NBA. You can't NBA. call him dirty. You defended him. <laughs> I didn't defend him. You just... are... No, you, you can't. This is a different action. This is different circumstances. Oh, different oh, sorry. What's worse, a backhand or choking someone? I don't know. But he was protecting someone during the choke. This oh he just, my, this was dirty. Yeah, protecting from Clay's jersey being ripped. Oh. <laughs> All right, that's a different Let's go on this one. So on December 12th, uh, the Suns and Warriors were playing in the regular season game. Um, I forget what – I don't remember what quarter it was. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic. I think it was pretty early. Uh, I could be wrong. Yeah, it was third quarter. While he, uh, uh, Green was, Green was getting guarded by uh, Yusuf Nurkic from the center for the Suns. And for no reason whatsoever, Draymond Lilly just swings his right arm back and hits Nurkic right in the face. Like, literally, like it looked like a UFC move. Might have been an accident. Yeah. Still not sure. <laughs> I mean, Nurkic was like barely touching him, not even. Like, it he, was no he maybe was like tugging on his jersey, but everyone does that. Like, that's not. Yeah. yeah, in the in the post game interview, uh, he said Draymond said, "I am not one to apologize for things I mean to do, but I do apologize to Yusuf because I didn't intend to hit him. I was selling the call because he was grabbing me and pulling my hips, so I spun away and unfortunately I hit him." Yeah, you don't sell it like that. Not that you don't bad. Put your arm all the way up, like it's just like when he would do the kicks back in sixteen. Yeah. Like he would like just so over exaggerate everything that he was doing. Yeah. So I don't know. It clearly was not an accident. He clearly meant to hit him. I don't know if he meant to hit him in the face, but he definitely meant to hit him. Um, but he, you you want to talk about your one of your favorite players first, or what? Draymond. Uh, I don't yeah, know, so he's suspended indefinitely. Um, right now, there's not a current timetable. I think they just came out with a report. We're recording this on what December 28th. Yeah. I think a report came out that Woj uh, for ESPN said 11 to 13 games he has still remaining. I know he has to go through like a bunch of counseling and stuff, anger management. Which I mean, I'm surprised he wasn't in that already, but. Yeah, I think, I mean, you can put it all together. He's a dirty player. I said he's one of the dirtiest players we've seen in the last, I don't know, ever, maybe. 20 years at least. Oh, at least, but maybe ever. I mean. Since the Pistons, maybe? Yeah, some of the old old heads are saying, though, like, would he do this in, like, the old generation, like, during the old times? I don't think so. I don't think he's tough, because I remember there was a time, like, it was one of his, like, earlier years. He went up against Ron Artest, and Artest, like, won at him, and he didn't do anything. So, yeah. I think Draymond Although that tough. was... 
it was early on. So maybe this version of Draymond well, would. I'm saying there's nobody in the NBA that like scares you. Like Ron Artest was a was a yeah. bad mofo. So I don't know. Um, so what's your overall take? Like, so I mean, I mean, this could have been avoided if they actually punished him <laughs> over the years. I, I'm not even saying the five games. Like over the years, he's been suspended for a handful of games, and he's kicked people in the nuts. Now has choked someone. Um, has laid some dirty screens like has freaked out on the refs like i just feel like this is finally a punishment that he deserves yeah he's had a long we talked about in the one uh one of the episodes he's just had a long history of continuously doing dirty things over and over and he's been punished um he's lost a lot of money but like like game wise like i think what's i think the issue was when he hit jordan Poole in the face and he didn't get suspended by the team like you didn't get, I know it was like banner night. You have to suspend him. He had ruined yeah. the whole season. You don't punch a teammate in the face. That's one thing to punch. You know, like if you went and punched like uh, Rudy Gobert in a game. I mean, it's still it's awful. But when you punch your own teammate at practice, when I mean they were talking crap to each other, I don't know. That's where he he knew he can get away with anything. And yeah. finally, he you know he did something really dirty. And luckily, Nurkic is okay. If he was seriously injured, Draymond could be out the rest of the season. I mean, seriously. I mean, well, if it was someone other than Draymond, he would have been out for the season. <laughs> So do you think this is what, how many games did you think this is going to be fair? He's going to miss. So he's, we're on the 28th. He did on the 12th. He got suspended on the 14th. I don't know how many games he's missed now, but he's probably missed close to 10 by now. Right? Yeah. It's probably gonna be 20 at least over 20 easily. I personally think it should be more than John Morant's suspension. I agree. I do agree with that. Actually. I mean, just cause it's Cause, so repeated. Well, yeah. And you have to look at the history just this year. He's gotten ejected multiple times. He's put someone in a chokehold, which Pat still to this day will say that he was defending someone or, but Gobert was just trying to break it up regardless. Like he dragged him. It looks, it looks a lot worse now, Um, but the chokehold now this, I mean the five games, I don't think was enough, but whatever. I think it should be 30, 30 games. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree. I got 25 for just showing the world. And being a bad influence twice, that he though. had a gun. The problem is he did it oh, twi- okay, well, twice. Okay, well, this is twice that Draymond well, that's what I'm actually saying. assaulted someone. That's what I'm saying. Now, I mean, once you... didn't assault anyone. Yeah, the first one was, like, the with the Gobert, it was, like, hit or miss. Like, a lot of people were saying, you know, not self-defense because he, I mean, but he was helping Clay out. This one was just straight, literally assault oh, on the yeah. basketball court. He literally assaulted a man on the court. Luckily, Nurkic was okay. He I said would... he said that brother needs help after the interview and the post-game I, interview. I would say 30 games would probably be my... Yeah, my go-to. I agree. As long as he goes to counseling, and I don't think you can change in a couple months, but no. maybe we'll see how that goes. Um, I mean, yeah, so this is his whole career. Like, it's not like it's a random. Yeah. So he's just, he's a dirty player. He's a dirty, dirty boy, as I like to call him. We don't like him. We never no. will. Um, no. Any Cavs fans that want him on the cat, like anybody that wants him on the Cavs, I've been seeing a lot of trade stuff. Um, please God, don't do this. I don't want to see him in a Cavs uniform. I think you would accept. And he would fit trades. in. He would fit in well. But yeah, no, I think he's just aging, and you know, as players age, he's desperate. Yeah, it's just like Clay and stuff. They just they they get more frustrated. They can't. They're not physically what they used to be. They can't do the same amount of stuff that they used to do on the basketball court. And uh, frustration, especially Draymond. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, so I think, yeah, that's pretty much what we have to say. Yeah, on that. Well, There's not much we we've talked about in the past. Up. Um, so next we can go to the Detroit Pistons, 27 games in a row losing. Might be ending tonight. Yeah. They are actually up on Seth Celtics who have not lost a home game yet. 66 to 47 at halftime as we're recording this right now. I still have a little bit of faith in Boston, but Jalen Brown is out. Yeah. Anyway, 27 games is pretty bad. Um, Philly is the only team with a worse losing streak, but that was over two years. Not- yeah, I think they carried. So I have the list right here. So one is Philly in 2015. Uh, they had 28 games. I think they carried one over into the next year. I could be wrong. Pistons at 27. Uh, Cavs in 2010, 2011, 26 games. Philly again. It was uh, 2014, so 26 games. Um, and then the Cavs in 1982. Well, I didn't know they did it twice. 24 games. So, yeah, uh, this is historical what we're seeing. We, it's, well, it's pretty rare. I also think it's weird. Because, like, that Philly team was so bad. And so was the Cavs team. Awful. Yeah. LeBron like, had in shambles. But Detroit has some studs. Like, Cade's a good player. Jalen Duran's a good player. Jaden Ivey has upside. Like, they have some guy Like, Bogdanovich, um, Isaiah Stewart. Like, they, they have some pieces. Yeah, I mean, Cade, I wouldn't say he's a superstar They're super yet. young. Yeah, Cade, I think Cade could be a winning player for sure. I mean, Cade's very good. Ivy, he hasn't really fit in Detroit. I think he's well, going to get traded at some point. 
I don't think they're using Ivy, right? But yeah, I mean it's tough. Uh, Duran, like you said, Bogdanovich, uh, Stewart, Thompson, the one of Thompson's yeah. twins they drafted. Like they have talent. It's like it's an, and Monty Williams, who people have said is a good coach, and um, they paid him how much money? A lot of money. He's one of the top paid coaches in the league. But I think it's just. I, I don't know. I don't know how you lose 20. I mean, I understand it's hard to win in professional sports every week, but you come at injuries. All these teams have injuries, too. People are resting, so load management. And I, especially with how talented Kate is, he's been playing super well. I just I feel bad for him. He looks devastated. Like, he dropped, I think, what he dropped the other night? 40. Yeah, he had right? 41 against Brooklyn, yeah. five, 5 for 21 shooting, 3 for 4 from the 3, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 turnovers. Like, he played amazing, and they lost. Did you say 5 for 21? No, 15 for oh. – oh, maybe I did say. Sorry, 15 for 21. Okay. Yeah, he was 8 for 10 from the free throw line. He's averaging 23, uh, 4 rebounds, 7 He's having a decent year. Yeah, his shooting's not great. He's under 45 from the field and 33. So but he's a I don't blame him for – like, if he, if he's the only guy doing anything. Like, yeah, on a consistent basis. I mean, like, he, he he's the offense. Yeah. Killing Hayes is out of the rotation. He's going to get the best defender. Yeah. So We were just going to say, it's ridiculous to lose 27 games, especially when they have some talent on the team. Like we said, the filling cap seems had – Literally no. We had Jamario Moon. Christian Iango was playing significant minutes for the Cavs. Jamario Samuel was with the Cavs. Was Jamario Moon still on those teams? I don't remember who was on the <laughs> Philly teams. Like we, like, Jody Meeks. Uh, yeah, it was That's bad. That's like the first. Uh, yeah, we got to look up. What, lo- what year was it? I think 2014. 2014, one of the 15, too. It was bad. It was really, really bad. I think uh, one of them was like a 2K legend. I don't remember who it was. But overall, yeah, I think it's devastating. I feel really bad for Detroit fans. Um, I mean, we're in the Cleveland area. We live kind of by, not by it, but we're somewhat close. And I'm a Cavs fan, so I definitely feel sympathy for the Pistons. They've been rebuilding ever since, really, the Bad Boy Pistons. Well, I guess I won in 04, so I can't say that. Those teams were really good. But this, I, this is worse than I remember. Yeah, who who is it? Okay, I... <laughs> Oh, is uh, Kelly on there? No, I'm thinking of uh, the Lakers. I don't. I don't know who this is. Firkin Aldemir, Isaiah Cannon. Oh, Isaiah Cannon. That's Michael what I was Carter of. Williams. Isaiah Cannon. That's what I was thinking. Which of. Michael Carter Williams was good for about eight games. Is uh, one of the best uh, rookie games, first games ever. Robert Covington, MB. Brandon Davies, Embiid, but he was hurt. Yeah, Larry Drew, the second. <laughs> Tim Frazier, Drew Gordon, Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Wow, Tony Roten. <gasps> Yep, Chris Johnson, Malcolm Lee, Luke Mabahumute, KJ McDaniels. Oh, he was a legend. Oh, Nerlens Noel was on. Yeah, I think, I Nerland, Oh, Jason Richardson, an old Jason Richardson. So a lot of legends on this. Glenn team. Robinson the third, mm-hmm. Thomas Robinson, Jakar Sampson. Dude, this team was so bad. Yeah, so these guys are, if they were decent role players at one point, a lot of them were like the, towards the end of the their prime. The Pistons team of this year would probably be this team by 30. Yeah, and to be fair, Joel was injured, and he had injuries for a couple of the yeah. first years, but Noel was still pretty young, who, too. Who was their coach? I didn't even look. Um, it wasn't. No, was it Brett Brown? Because mm, he was there for a long time. It Where is it? Uh, Sam Hinkie's their general manager. Oh, yeah, it was Brett Brown. Wow. That's probably one of his first Brett seasons. Brett Brown. How did you last so long in Philly? Because when Embiid got healthy, they started to put together the process came together. They got Simmons. Yeah, trust stuff. the process. They've never been past the second round. Yeah, I just think like overall from this talk, I feel bad for Pistons fans. Like I said, and yeah. it's just horrible that they twenty seven games. I mean, listen, I have thoughts and prayers, Detroit. Yeah, and I was like that with the Cavs, but LeBron left us. We were in shambles. Like it was gonna happen, but it all worked out for us in the end. But I hope it does for you guys. Um, I hope you guys don't blow it up. I think Cade's a foundational piece. Duran uh, is. I don't know if Ivy is. I did like Ivy coming out of college, but I don't know if he's a fit there. Yeah, I I say you build off of Caden Duran. Yeah, Duran's a really he's only like Chip Stewart. If you're not going to use Ivy, I mean I don't know what Monty Williams is doing. Not, I mean his minutes have not been consistent. Yeah, he was off the bench for Killian Hayes. Yeah, just like Hayes is a solid playmaker, but he's he's been a bust. But you don't need a solid playmaker when you have Cade out there. Well, it's good to have someone off the bench, but yeah, ideally. Right. Like, it, I, I would rather have a playmaker to come in when Cade's not there. Yeah, like he, uh, Killian before, I think he got hurt, but he's, his minutes have gone down. He was averaging nine, three, and four and a half. He's shooting under 30 from three, under 43. He's just not a good player. He was a seventh pick in 2020. It didn't work out. Just move on. Like, give Ivy those minutes. At least he's really inefficient right now, but... I mean, he's super talented, super athletic. He's, he's had some good games recently. Yeah, he's a little wild, bro. He's shooting under 30 from three. He was yeah. never a great shooter in college, but he's inefficient. You got to let him – why Why would you not play your young players now when you suck and let them get out all the bad – Right. just all the let bad – Let them learn. All the bad basketball. Like You're going to lose anyway. <laughs> if, if Monty's a really good coach what they paid him to, they will figure it out at some point. They will teach yeah. him the right ways to play, and he'll get the better – he'll get better shots right. overall. And he's Even probably, if he can never shoot, 
like well, but yeah, and he's learning to play with Cade. I mean, Cade was out the entire season last year, so yeah. you got to learn how to play with a guy like that. Especially like J- Ivy's been the dog since and at Purdue, and then in high school, like when you come in the NBA, especially on a sucky team, like you think you might be the alpha, but yeah. Cade is clearly the alpha there. So yeah. overall, again, sad for Pistons fans. Uh, hopefully, they win tonight. Hopefully, they beat the Celtics and give them their first L. That would make me very happy. I don't. Uh, hopefully not. But I I did tell you. Yeah, Seth did call this. He said it was a trap game for a couple of days. So I'm not surprised if we lose. But oh well. I I can just see the headlines now. Kendrick Perkins <laughs> is gonna trash the Celtics after he recently I think just like came out and said that he thinks the Celtics could win it all. Tomorrow it's gonna be oh the Celtics aren't can't beat Detroit. They're never gonna beat Milwaukee. He's gonna be in love with Milwaukee. You know what's crazy though about this? That literally one of the worst teams we've seen in a long time is about to beat the best team in the league. Like, like statistically right now they're twenty three and six. That's kind of well, weird. It's just the twenty seven games doesn't make sense. The Pistons shouldn't be this. But bad. this is what I'm saying. This could happen on any given night. You could right. get hot one night. Oh, how yeah. does that not? How does that happen twenty seven straight times? It's well, and the Pistons when they played the Nets. Hopefully they built some confidence. Like they, yeah, they played. They well. should have won. Yeah, they should have won. They played well. The Nets. The Mikel struggled a little bit, but the Nets just outdueled them in the end. Unfortunately, well, Mikel kind of got hot. Towards the end. Yeah, he did. He was hitting up some free throws and stuff. But, yeah, it just shows you on any, any given night, any team can beat anybody. Not in a playoff series. Good for you, Detroit. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, end Enjoy the it. let's end the streak tonight so you don't have officially the worst record ever. Um, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about something that we both were pretty wrong about with the Clippers and James Harden. See you soon. All right. We are back. We're going to talk about the Clippers and James Harden, uh, since that trade, they have been on an absolute tear. Um, only losing a few games with Harden. I I have to say, and I'm sure, I'm sure you would say this too, but we were both very wrong on the whole James Harden experiment in LA. Um, so props, props to Harden, props to the Clippers. Now here's the thing. We'll we'll get into how good they've actually been, but history has shown us that this will probably not last. Come playoff time, it might get a little dicey. Plus, the Clippers are just injury prone, so I don't know. Maybe it will. Maybe this is what they needed. But if I had to, you know, gun to my head, make a decision, I wouldn't say that I necessarily believe in this Clippers team to actually go win a finals. But that's not important right now. Let's give them their flowers. Um, in the it. month of December, I think they're like ten and two. They were undefeated until they lost to OKC in Boston, which is not a bad two thing. great teams. They've beat some really good teams this month: Golden State twice, Denver, um, Indiana, Dallas. They just beat Charlotte. Like they've beat some really not Charlotte's not a great team, but they beat some really good teams this month. Charlotte's um, at least feisty. They yeah. got pulse. Yeah, without Lamelo, but still. Um, I was just gonna look up their defensive efficiency right now. Currently, which is crazy for them, um, they are currently sitting at twelfth. And offensive-wise, they're sitting in the top 10 now, just at number 9. It's been a total 180 from the first couple of games that we saw with Harden. They couldn't win a game. Now they can't really lose one. I mean, yeah. Yeah. it's just it's just flowing. Like, Harden's just playing his role perfectly. He's being that playmaker. And he's shooting, like, so he's averaging with them 17.5, 5 rebounds, almost 8 assists, 47 from the field, and forty almost 44 from 3. That's he's just, crazy. I mean, it's just the looks he's getting because he's got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard next to so yeah. him, one of the greatest duos in the league, so... He's just being he's being just a great playmaker. He's had some heater games too, especially from three. He's just getting hot. Like yeah. This is what they envisioned though. Like you add these three superstars together and then Russell. Especially Westbrook. without giving up much. Like mm-hmm. that was a great, great trade for I'll get I'll get into this. Currently, I think for this year, yes, it's been working out. But overall, in the long term, it won't because this money no. they're gonna have to pay. They're gonna have to figure out who they have to pay. And like we said, this is the one team I think you can put a caveat on, saying like they're injury prone. They are. They can get injured at any point. I mean, any team. Kawhi's can. been out recently. Like he, which it, I'm sure it's probably just like load management. But dude, like yeah, he has a hip a hip injury right now. Currently, I just I don't know. I think with all these injuries, I part of it. Who made? I think it was Tom Brady. I, we might have talked about this on here before, but like if you don't play it in games, like your body's just going to get hurt more because you're not used to it. 
Yeah, that's I mean, a, it's fo- more it's more in football. Yeah, football's a little but, different. But like you're saying, if you don't have the like the grind of doing the everyday, but like I think basketball, if practice you're not, is so much different. If you're not doing those same moves constantly over and over, your body is not going to be adjusted to doing that. Like basketball is like one of the easiest ones for you to like get hurt, especially like ACL. Like for how much you have to move, like just do cuts and going back and forth like constantly. You have to be well conditioned. So I think that is a good point. I mean, that's more towards football, but I do that point does make sense for sure. Well, like I mean, even in you know basketball is still a contact sport, but like in practice. Especially, I feel like in the NBA, like, yeah, they go at it, but they're probably doing more of, like, walkthroughs and shoot around, like, more s- stuff like that, I would imagine. Yeah, you probably do the hard stuff in training camp, and yeah. then when you're on the daily grind, you just do, like, maybe, you're like... You're playing if, every other night. Yeah, if you're, like, the Pistons and lose 27 in a row, maybe you have a couple hard practices, yeah. <laughs> but if you're, like, if you're, like, the old Clippers team, you do, you probably have a couple hard practices every couple months. But, but. like, Kawhi isn't being guarded by, I don't even... Jimmy Butler, like that—that's not happening in practice. I guess Paul George and Kawhi maybe guard each other, but they're probably, you know, in scrimmages, they're probably on the same team. Mm-hmm. Like I would imagine the starters. Yeah, just for the chemistry. Like, I'm sure they like to—they like to see the bench guys, like guys yeah. like to like step up against the starters just to try to earn more minutes. So like that's just—you're not used to that, and you're gonna get certain tweaks here and there, and next thing you know, you're out three games. Like yeah. I mean, Kawhi's been awesome. 24 games, six Definitely. rebounds, three and a half. He's shooting 43 from three and 52 from the field. He's been, I mean, he's been really good. Yeah. And then Paul George, uh, Paul George's been good 23, five, five and a half rebounds, four assists, 40 from three and 45 from the field. He's there. They're making it work. Offensively, we knew this team was going to be hard to guard. I mean, you can't guard yeah. all three of those guys. And you have Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. So he's played – I mean, he's still his shooting percentages are not great, but he's played his role, 11 half points, six rebounds, five assists. I mean, that's the stat line you thought you'd get from him. Yeah, at this stage of his career. Yeah, so I'd say we're definitely we're definitely wrong currently about this season. Yeah. Uh, still a long season to go with the Clippers. Uh, I want to give them their flowers here. They're, like I said, 10-2 this month. And it doesn't look, look like they're slowing down. Uh, they are currently in the in the West. They are the four seed at 18-12. and 12. Uh, Denver's 22-10. and 10. Uh, OKC's 29. And Minnesota's 22-7. and 7. So they could catch them. They got some work to do. But that Western Conference is... They could get into the top three. Yeah, the Western Conference is crazy. I mean, literally, the uh, 11th seed Golden State has 15 wins. So... I mean, and the Clippers are at 18 at the four seed, so it's all just kind of Well, and then in the East, Pistons have two. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Detroit. I just and they're not, and Washington's better than them, so I was wrong on that, I guess. I don't know. I think I had the most worst team, but, yeah, hey, I wanted to give them their flowers. Uh, we'll see how it goes. James Harden, usually always, he always chokes in the playoffs. He always has, always will. We'll see. I can't wait for those Clippers fans. Maybe as the third option, he won't. I can't wait for the Lakers fans to absolutely troll them on Twitter when they lose. I'm not saying the Lakers need to do some moves. We'll talk about that maybe here in a little bit. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun time come playoff time. All right, let's let's talk about Ja. Ja Morant, he's back. And are they still undefeated with Ja? Yeah. 4-0? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they played four games and won all four. His uh, first game back, he balled out. Had a, had a game winner. Yeah, I. They were down. I was actually game. watching. I, I I flipped it on like in the last five minutes and just saw Job absolutely carry. Um, what did he had something crazy in the fourth quarter, right? Like, yeah, I'm trying to see how much they were down by. So at half, it was, I think it was, dude, I think it was sixty to forty one at half. I think they were down nineteen. Uh, yeah, they got outscored in the second, thirty nine to sixteen. Then they outscored the Pelicans by nine in the third, and then twelve in the fourth. And Jaw had 34 points. He was 12 for 24 from the field. He's 0 for 3 from 3, but he shot really well from the free throw line. Um, ton of assists, ton of rebounds. Uh, turnovers have been kind of high since he got back. But yeah, that was just that. That was just that one game. But yeah, they're 4 0. I mean, it shows you what a MVP caliber player can do for you. I think people under. I mean, the, I think they have bigger issues too. I don't know what the, the fit with Smart, but overall, I mean, Jaw's averaging almost 35. Uh, eight and a half, fifty from the field. He's shooting sixteen from three. He can. Well, yeah. He's only hit one. Th- or, so he's had a couple threes. But yeah, and he's- Smart actually had one of his like classic games the other night where he sealed a win with the charge. Yeah, and that's what they need. Those are the players they need. They have enough firepower offensively. Jaron's really disappointed me this year. I mean, he's like one of my favorite players. Really disappointed. Uh, they the uh, the Memphis. They really struggled to find. <laughs> sorry, I just like I had an aneurysm right there. Memphis. The Memphis. Uh, the Memphis Grizz- <laughs> Grizzlies. <laughs> The Gursleys. The, gr- the Gursleys. <laughs> How about them Gursleys? Um, they've really struggled to find a small forward consistently. Uh, they have uh, Morant. Bain, who's been awesome this year when uh, Morant's been out. Jaron Jackson. Bam. And they've been starting Bismack. Biombo. Um Sit down. 
Biombo. Biombo. So, sorry, it's the 2016 um, playoffs. Um, yeah, so they really struggled to find a consistent three. I think they're. That'll be, that'll you know be, who they should bring back? You know, Chandler Parsons. <laughs> Bro, okay, dude, did that, you did you see that video on Twitter? That I don't. I didn't think that we would ever be talking about Chandler Parsons. He on just the pod, talks but, now. He just talks. But did you see the video of how he chose Memphis to no, sign there? I don't think so. Maybe I. Dude, it was wild. So it's this video. He's talking to. Uh, oh, who are the guys with the? the pod the old old players not super old arenas no 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 oh uh jackson yes thank Steven you jackson. Steven jackson and uh who's oh who's his co-host or i can't remember i can't matt remember. barnes oh and his barnes. barnes yeah so he basically said like he was going to pick portland to play with dame and cj oh that been kind of fun and uh aldrich mm. like he was he had his mind made oh, up talk about, he, a, talk about a fun team i know man. he knew the Someone in the front office at Memphis, so he wanted to be nice and at least have a meeting. At the meeting, his agent said that they should take like a break, and he went and talked to Chandler and said, "You're you're picking Memphis." <laughs> and Chandler was like, "Well, why? Like, I already picked Portland. Like, I want to go to Portland." And he said, "Well, here's the thing: they're gonna make you do a physical, and in Portland, they're super strict because they just had Odin mm-hmm. and Brandon Roy." He said, "If you don't pass that crazy physical," you'll be lucky to get a vet minimum because you failed a physical. Yeah, that'd be he bad. He said, so you're going to take this money that Memphis is offering you so you can actually play basketball on a good team. And so that's why he Well, think about that because if, if Portland would have had, like, major concerns. Now, some teams might have thought they'd been, like, overly concerned. But, like, if they had that red flag out, like they said, like, you just got to take your money when you can. And we saw Parsons shortly after his career went off the rails. Yeah. He just he got kind of hot for a couple of years. Like, he was, you know – with the Houston, Houston Rockets. Yeah, prototypical like three and D. He was kind of one of the. He was coming into that era of that time. Like he, he, really he was kind of like Gordon Hayward for a little bit. Yeah, and then yeah, he was hot. No, he, had, he was that hot of a name at the time. People thought he was a difference maker, and then his just injuries after injuries, he could not yeah. recover from. But one of the what could have been if he would have went to Portland, and that's why I think Melo always Melo always took the money over winning. I I hate to be honest with you. I mean, listen, everybody wants a championship at the end of the day. You have the money, and he has that money for life, hopefully, and he spends it well on his kids and their kids. So yeah, smart decision for him. But anyway, sorry I, that no, it was good. Hey, we we get a little sidetracked. That's good. So, so yeah, yeah, Memphis, uh, way to have Ja back, and also Ja, don't be an idiot. Your celebration the other night almost oh it, it was unnecessary so after i think he got like an n1 or I, I think they maybe it was after a time he made a basket and i forget who they're playing called a timeout uh he looked in the crowd and started doing uh shooting uh i don't know what kind of guns it was like a dance or something yeah he was he had both his hands he was like shooting into the crowd and then he got a, then he pulled a bazooka out it looked like on his shoulder i mean what are we doing like he's some an, people never learn uh yeah they're so they're and 13th in the west right now they're 10 and 19 basically they have to play like I mean, they were, what, the 2C last year? They have to play, like, over, like, what? They have to win over probably 70% of the games I mean, like, going forward. I mean, but here's the thing. They're 10 and 19. They have so far to go. If they can get into the play-in, they're coming out of the play-in. They're going to be a 7 or 8 seed, I think. That's a dangerous team as a play-in team. Yeah, I mean. All well, they got to do is win one game. Well, you got to go up. If they play Minnesota OKC, a young team like that, like, if they stay one or two, that could be really dangerous. I don't see them beating Minnesota. I, def- I, I, you know, I could see them beating the Thunder. A team that was the two seed last year, and it's pretty much I the know, same team. I know, but Minnesota is much better than last year. I'll take I'll take Jaw over Anthony Edwards. I'm gonna be, I'm, I mean, maybe, but I'll take, I'll take the Timberwolves over. I just think come playoff time that I know they're playing great right now. I, I've this is that was one of my biggest L's of the year. I said they were gonna fall off like the Chicago Bulls. I said they were gonna implode. But to be fair to me, I never I never saw them play fully last year. They had a ton of injuries, but I was still wrong. Um, no, I think I think that'd be a scary matchup. I, th- I think I mean I would definitely want to avoid them. Don't get me wrong. I think if they got into the play-in, Memphis would definitely get the seven or eight seed. Yeah, if they got if Denver got the one, if they got like the eight or something, if Memphis got the eight, um, I I don't think they beat them. But I think it can make. I think they made a, a fun six games here. I think Jaw would have two great games. I think Jaron would have a couple yeah. of crazy block games. So that would be interesting. We'll see how those standings go out playing them. You don't want to see. I mean, there's a couple of these teams. Like if Phoenix continues to struggle, uh, L.A. All those teams. We'll get into them later. But it's just going to be interesting to see how these kind of just these standings yeah. work out. So, uh, what was our next topic? Oh, we're talking about one of Seth's favorite players oh, of all time. Oh, here we time. go, Joel Embiid. Oh, go such ahead, a crazy go stretch. Go okay, ahead. so I'm just going to read off his stats in December. We'll just stick with December. He's on historic pace. Yeah, even though there's a lot of free, there's, really there's well. a lot of free throws lot, involved in yeah, that. Yeah, really, really doing well. Okay, so December 6th 
was his first game or yeah, it was the first game in uh, December. So 50 and 13 and seven. Wow. 50 points, 13 rebounds, seven assists, um, 38 points, 34 points, 41 points, 35, 42, 40, 51, 31. So like crazy games, crazy, crazy games. Good for Joel, whatever. But here's the thing that just really grinds my gears. Okay. Here's his free throw attempts. 13, 15, 4, 12, 16, 6, 9, 18, 8. Like he's just shooting so many free throws. And when you get that many chances, like in most of these games, he's almost scored 10 points or more from all these free throws. So, like, yes, he's still playing really well, but he's got the refs wrapped around his finger. Wait, did you what? Did you say how much he's averaging the whole month? Like his total average? I, just, I don't. I'll tell you what he's. I think this is the right stat. He's averaging forty point two points, twelve point six rebounds, and five assists in nine games this month. And how many free throws? Is this right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it's right, dude. He's averaging over forty. <laughs> how many free throws? I don't know. It doesn't say on the stat muse, but that's insane. 40 points i understand it's a ton of free throws there was a funny video on twitter of him like falling and throwing the ball up and he, he got a foul which i don't know if it was a foul but yeah sorry you continue so i just i want to point I, out that he's averaging 40 yeah. points in december 40 points i i just i don't know and yes. they're and they're blowing teams out left and right oh, well yeah he's but, not even playing uh, do you know how many fourth quarters he hasn't played washington atlanta washington detroit detroit charlotte chicago yeah i hope they're blowing these teams out and he's missed the last couple games which i know you're gonna oh, get into, but. okay he didn't he didn't play miami he didn't play orlando like come on december has been a cakewalk for them like i don't know people love Embiid. i think he's a great player he's a top five to seven player for sure I just, I think he gets away with a lot, and I think he's a little bit overrated. But yeah, I mean, for, he's been very impressive. Uh, I don't Can't hate too much. I don't hate him as much as Seth does. I mean, Philly and Boston have their battles over the years. I'm not just, I don't love guys flopping for calls and stuff. That's oh, it's why every time. That's why Harden and him being together was not good for Seth's mental health, especially last year in Game Six when they thought they were going to lose. To well, he didn't think they were going to lose, but he was scared. Um, now, but like Maxi's really been great this year for them, so. Uh, I think they're nine and three this month, so I'm, I think Embiid's missed the last three games too. So, um, yeah, the hardest team they've played is Minnesota and Toronto. Well, no, and their last two games. That well, I was gonna say the last couple games, but yeah, during his yeah. stretch, it's still incredible. Um, he's an incredible player. I think he's the leading MVP candidate right now. Currently, we said Jokic. Oh, is it? Is it? Oh, okay. So I, I'm pretty sure. I thought we said Embiid. There's no, no, no. no. Yeah, it, it, I was it's gonna Embiid, say Jokic. A dude that averages yeah. 40 in one and in, in a in a month is definitely the MVP favorite. Especially Wait, 40 free throws or 40 points? I couldn't remember. Yeah, 40 is oh, 40. Okay. 40 is 40, baby. They are currently. Let's see. They're sitting at the three seed at 21 and nine. They'll be at, a top three. Right behind um, Milwaukee at 23 and eight, and then Boston at 23 and six. That was one of your worst takes of the year. Well, I did say. It would change if, depending on what happened with Harden. I know, but I didn't think you would still. Well, I didn't think. I think I didn't have him at four or five. I think I had him at four. Um, I had the Cavs my, at three. But my whole point was, I just didn't, I didn't like the whole Harden thing. Like, um, I, I don't know. I just, I didn't trust it. So, yeah, that that was a bad take. Hindsight's twenty twenty, though. Who'd so, you who would you have him at? Did you look at it? It doesn't say on here. Uh, let me look on my phone. I don't remember. I think Seth had him at like the five or six. I think he had him down more. But yeah, he was right with the Harden thing. I did put a caveat on that, but I had him at the four seed. I still believed in him. I when you have an MVP of Joel Embiid, when you have that talent, and then Maxie, who I, we both said was going to be most improved, and he's going to win that by a mile. I would assume unless something crazy happens. So um, I had them six. Wow, crazy. Who'd you have over him? I don't remember now. It doesn't matter now. I don't like but. to say, but I had Celtics, Bucks. Cavs, yeah, New York, oh, Atlanta, oh, <laughs> Atlanta was my really bad one. Twelve, man, they're even they're twelve and eighteen, man. Philly, Miami, Pacers, Magic, Nets. Yeah, I had a couple bad ones in there. Toronto's at twelve and eighteen, but they're imploding. But no, uh, overall, um, yeah, Seth's very been very upset with uh, all the free throws and stuff. But I think we both agree he's an extremely talented player. Definitely talented. Don't think they have enough talent right now to get to the finals. But we're gonna talk about this. They here can make the, a move though. Yeah, we're gonna talk about this in the next segment of what move they could potentially make with all the assets they got from the Harden train and a couple players they could maybe move on their own team. So, with that being said, let's take a break before we start talking about trades. 
All right, and we are back. Time to talk some trades. We're getting close. I mean, not super close, but trade deadline, the trade rumors are, are starting to appear. Um, so we kind of just picked several players. <laughs> I just hit the lamp next to me. <laughs> we, Sorry if you heard that. <laughs> I just headbutted it like Messi in the World Cup. We, we picked several players. Um, and basically, we're just going to kind of say, do we think they're going to get moved? And if we do what would be like an ideal spot for them, if we come up with a random trade magically, we didn't really prepare that. I tried, but it's it's harder than it looks. Yeah, and there's not really any like super superstars. Uh, like yeah. some people are saying Durant might want out. That's we're not doing that right now. There's a couple of really good players, um, a couple stars on here, and one of them's really high. We're gonna talk about him first actually, but nothing crazy on this list. Most of them yeah. are uh, really good player. Oh, I guess Donovan might be a superstar, but. Yeah, but that's not really a trade rumor yet. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just rumbling. Yeah, we're just talking about it's like a dirty secret in the NBA. But who's the first one we're going to talk about? All right, the first one is Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls. Bulls are not having an ideal season. Um, they're they're they still in the play. They are they're, they're at the ten. Okay. They're at fourteen and eighteen. I mean, they have talent. We said they're they're definitely talented. I'm struggling right now on my phone. Sorry, I'm just so I'm, they, I thought they were worse than that, but they're yeah. lucky to get there. I, I think they need to make some moves. Um, so, first off, do you think Levine's going to get traded? Uh, this is one of the toughest ones. Cause well, I con- guess we should have included Caruso, too. Oh, we, yeah. We Car- can add him in. Yeah, we can okay, talk about First, it. let's start with Levine, though. Um, so, he's got – so, he's 28. He's got three more years on this deal. Well, he's got four, but he's got a player option in the last one. Um, he's 28. He's at forty a year right now, and it's going to go up oh 43, 45, and forty eight. Yeah, he saw he signed a five year, two hundred fifteen million dollar extension. I think he's accepting that player option. <laughs> yeah, probably. He still won't. I mean, he'll still be in his prime, but um, yeah, for forty million a year, that it's going to make really hard for that contract to work. Um, there's only so many teams that have space or could really have contracts to match. A lot of these teams have to wait right before the deadline for these because con- they resigned guys in the offseason. They have to wait till like January eighth or December. Well, yeah. no, not December. January. Jan- 5th or January 8th. Yeah, right, 15th or whatever, the, before the deadline is. Um, I don't know, man. I think the Bulls are, like, stubborn, too. I think they're going to try – they're going to get as much as they can. I don't know how much – I don't think they're going to get a lot for him. Uh, I was going to say yes. And, and he's hurt right now, so. Yeah, true. I was going to say yes that he was going to get traded. But then I I forgot all about how crappy his contract – I was expecting, like, in the 30s not to be in 40 to 48. So what happens? So, you pay these guys. I'm gonna say no. All these guys, all these like decent guys, are getting paid all this money, crazy yeah. money. I mean, I, I I know you love Jalen Brown, but him being still the highest paid currently, just for now. I know, but I'm saying it's crazy that four that's more even, months. That's, he, that's even a sentence to say that he'll be top ten. Yeah, um, but you you had to pay him. But anyway, we're not talking about the Celtics. I think the the top three likely teams for him would be the Lakers, Sixers, and Miami. I think would most likely be the top yeah, three. Yeah, probably. Um, they have the they have the most willing like the most assets probably out of well I don't necessarily think the Lakers do they have a couple of, like decent deals and stuff. Celtics are down too I know I saw they were coming back um, I think oh, Miami sorry. could be no it's okay I know we're talking I mean we got time to waste too um, Sixers is kind of interesting I don't love the fit though especially I don't the love money. the fit either and, I think there's better candidates and they want that cap space coming in because if oh. someone wants out or if there's a max contract guy that can come off the books in two years I, don't I know. so with Levine I think the only contenders or teams that are trying to win that are going to risk that much are probably the Lakers in Miami. Miami got screwed over with the whole Dame situation, which I'm happy about, but they still got screwed over. Like they had all their, what's the phrase, all their chips in. Mm -hmm. I don't actually, you know, I think the report came out that said that they actually were offering more for Drew Holiday than Dame because they value his defense more than Dame. Yeah. I mean, Drew is more of a heat culture as. Oh, he would have fit in perfect there. Yeah. I would have loved to see Drew on there, but I like. I don't know if they were totally so. I you're sold on Damian Lillard as a superstar, but I think like yeah, that's what kind of bites them. They go for guys that like. But Dame's contract was pretty bad too. Yeah. Like Pat Riley is someone who probably thinks about that stuff. Like because it was a what three year deal and mm-hmm. up into sixties the sixty mil. Yeah, I feel like over the years that we've seen, they're not getting the superstars. Like they're constantly missing. And Jimmy's great. He's a superstar and Bam's a star, but like they need I don't, I don't What, you don't think Jimmy's a superstar? Come on. He's led him to two finals now. I, I don't He took Boston to seven games both see, years. Superstar to me is like top five player. 
Like okay, that's I, that's fine. Yeah, that's when we get kind of like, like what's a superstar? That's a good yeah. point. Okay, sorry, I would. He's definitely all, like he's definitely a star. He's there's I like just, there's all star. Well, what was there star all star and then or how do you which one? I higher? would just go all star superstar. Okay, I don't know. I thought I I don't know because I feel like there's like guys that are stars that are just below all star because superstar is like tier one and two of the of the NBA. Yeah, I mean you can make an argument. Jimmy has. I don't many. know why he just took he this, just but. took he just took a play. Well, no, it's fine. We got time to waste, but he he took a playing team yeah, to the NBA finals. If you run that playoffs back. That doesn't happen ever again. Well, it doesn't. I mean, they don't get past probably. But this even isn't Milwaukee. football. This isn't a one game. No, I, I it's know. Not the, it's not March Madness. Giannis, it's a seven game series, and they had injuries. They were out. Listen, time. they had Tyler the Hero. Bucks didn't fail. Oh. <laughs> I was like, All right, there going? are no failures in sports. Tyler Hero was out the whole playoffs, no, I, and they still made I know. it. I just, I think they got a little lucky because Caleb Martin decided to. Well, Caleb Martin's playing very well. Him. He's been playing amazing lately again. Lately. Yeah. Cause he's, he's, he was hurt. He came back. He's yeah. playing great. I know Caleb Martin's in your dream. It's okay. He's in your nightmares and <laughs> dreams. And my nightmares. All right. Anyway, with back to Levine, I think the teams that are going to take a risk are the teams that are desperate. Like I don't see, I don't see a rebuilding team wanting him. And I don't see like a team like the nuggets or I don't know. I mean, Boston can't trade for him even if they wanted to. But they'll like they'll the, figure the top, out, they'll figure out a way. Like I don't see Philly. I don't see Philly risking. Brad Stevens will figure out a way to trade for Levine. We don't I, want Levine. I don't think you want him either. Yeah, if I had to guess, out of those three teams, I think the, the Lakers, Lakers. I think the Lakers do it somehow. I don't know how the money D'Lo and they'd have to go. He's making like seventeen a year, I think. I don't know how they'd make it work, but they're so desperate. But I think there's a report that they're going for Finney Smith and Royce O'Neal. I think they fit better I, for what they need. I don't think Levine gets moved because of his contract. I agree. I don't. <laughs> was that tapping? Who's tapping? I, I tap my mic. I, no, mommy. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think he gets moved either. I think the forty. I, I don't think they're going to get the assets they want back for his caliber of talent, which he's not a superstar. Like there are better saying. guys that are cheaper. Yeah, especially the couple of the guys we're about to talk yeah. about here. Um, so, really quick before we move on, let's stick with Chicago Caruso. I think he's going to get moved. Honestly, they could get more for him. Than they I, could for oh, I know point, with the yeah with the contract and everything. Yeah. I, I think a team will, will end up getting Caruso. I would love if somehow the Celtics could get him. I don't think it's going to happen, though. So, yeah, he's averaging. Philly? Could Philly? He's averaging 9-3-2. He's not a big stats guy, but he's shooting no, over defenses, 40, 45 like, from three. He can shoot really well from the field, like from three, and he's a, he's a great defender on, on ball. I would be scared if Philly got him. Oh yeah, that'd be oh man, that'd be a good one. Or Milwaukee he, he, somehow. He could fit anywhere. Let me look at his contract. Milwaukee, honestly, if they were smart, they would be doing anything because that would replace. I mean, Drew is the better defender, but Caruso, I think, brings some of that defense back. And you know, Dame is is not a good defender, so I think adding Caruso. That yeah, would he's really... making. He's got two more years on his deal. He's got nine million, nine and a half this year, and then partially guaranteed next year at almost ten. So he'll be an unrestricted free agent. So Philly and Milwaukee should go after him. I think you can get him. well. So maybe you want to get back. Is I thought he had a couple more years on his. You'd deal. have to throw in picks. I think you. I think you get a first for him. Oh, I. I think a first and some seconds or two first, or, depending or on a what player, team. Or a decent player back, maybe a young player. The first. Thunder. Yeah. I mean, that's just the asking price. Grill Bear kind of ruined everything. Now oh, all the prices yeah. are just completely jacked off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? I'm so sorry. Jacked man. up. Sorry, I didn't mean to say jacked off, jacked up. I said it again, but sorry. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I drank too much eggnog, even though I don't drink it. Um. <laughs> Sorry, Caruso. We love you. Uh, so, where's your where's your best guess of where he would go? Let's let's do like a okay. Let's do so. Levine, you say he doesn't get traded. No, I Caruso, don't. Caruso, I agree. Where where do you I think, think Caruso, Caruso gets traded? Uh, okay. Let's in the east. In the east, I would go realistic spots. Oh shoot! I think my oh man, Miami or Philly. He he seems like a Heat culture guy. Yeah, he does seem like. But a, I don't. Uh, I think they're going for something bigger. I. That's just more Pat Riley's style. I think. I, Milwaukee or Philly in the East is, but I, I don't know. I, he might just stay put too. Uh, I don't know what Chicago's doing. I have no clue. Let me, okay. Let me look here. Um, Orlando, I don't think will move. Cleveland? Could Cleveland be frisky? No, nah, they don't, we don't have the assets for it probably. We don't have any picks. Well, we have our pick this year, but we can't trade it. Cause the I'll, Knicks? Probably not. 
Uh, if they Who miss out, they on, have to move? well, we're about to talk on a uh, guy they might get. But if they, don't, I don't think they have the pieces to move. No, I mean they have Caruso. pieces. They need a big. Mitch Robinson's out the rest of the year. I think they need to focus more. They have guards. They have quickly. Like, yes, they have the guys, but like I think moving quickly for Caruso would kind of be dumb. Would be yeah. A step he's younger and he's offensively probably better. Like overall. I think their assets are a little too good. Like I don't. No, think they're they saving have... him for a star. Yeah. which we're about to talk about. Um, Indy, I don't see it. Brooklyn, I don't see it. Chicago, well, oh, duh. Um, Toronto, no. Atlanta. I in the East, I would go Milwaukee or Philly. I'd say Miami or Philly. I don't think Milwaukee will do it. I just think it would be so smart for Milwaukee. Yeah, well, yeah, he's a defense. Yeah, player. I mean, he would be ideal. I mean, it's kind of what Drew was. He's not a Drew type defender. No, but, but he he's could, way better than Dame. Yeah, um, in the playoffs. Now series. in the West, Minnesota. I, I don't see it. I mean, he would be great for them because they're the top defense. But I don't see it. OKC. I don't. I don't see them giving up a ton of picks for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver. I'm trying to think if they even have the assets. To no, I think the only team they're always going to say the Lakers. Some of the Lakers. Will, I don't think. I think it's the. I think it's Miami or Philly. I don't think any of the other teams will be involved in this whatsoever. I'll, I'll throw the Lakers in for the for the West. Okay, because yeah, Le, LeBron and Caruso have. Well. Caruso has history with the Lakers. Yeah, so we have the same teams basically for those two. Really, I mean, it's a lot of the it's the contenders that are yeah, trying to make a push right. here. Um, so next, Dejounte Murray. I Hawks are going nowhere. This is failing. They're, his contract is way better than I remembered. Yeah, it was eighteen mil. Yeah, something like that per year right now. So I'm yeah, a, he signed a very team friendly deal. I think he yeah. just got extended in the off season. So so one idea that I had, which I was trying to play around with it the trade calculator, but it was hard because he can't be traded until January 5th or whatever the date is. Um, I yeah. was trying to send him to OKC. Ooh, that'd be interesting. For Lou Dort or Giddy, if you really wanted to move Giddy. Um, but I kind of got, I got deep into the trade. Why is it Giddy? <laughs> I, I just think, Giddy it's an has a floor. younger outlook. Is it, oh, than... <laughs> yeah, very. Yeah, he um, he's no, a little, I, he's I a little just, immature, as they say. Yeah, a little bit. He, <laughs> yeah, um, he's he's got more of a high school mentality. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, just look up Josh Giddy in high school. That's that is part of why I would trade Giddy, but also he's too talented. I wouldn't do it. But DeJounte is also talented. Giddy's like 21, 22 years old. DeJounte was an all-star two years ago. No, if they want to re if they want to amp up, so it's kinda of, it's not the same thing as the Cavs did, but if you want to ramp up your timeline to now, which you could. Yeah. They have the players. I mean, could they win a playoff series? They have like a hundred million picks. Yeah. So this, <laughs> they could get anyone. This probably. is a good so I just want to bring this up real quick. So because we can get off topic a little bit. So the the Thunder have almost well, it can go with DeJounte thing. So this is what they could do. They have so many picks that like it's almost too much. Like you can't use all those picks like they're they're where I'm at in our fantasy basketball league. Yeah, you have so many picks. How do they use this? Like, should they just throw it at Dejounte now, and then they're still gonna have a ton left, or should they just right. keep saving? What are they saving for? They gotta. They I ha- think they should go make a move this season. But they're still. They're, to gonna, see. they're, they're gonna have to they're extend the all second their guys or third seed. They're gonna have to extend all their guys soon, though. So that's I know. The issue. So I know. Why not go all in? Go all in the next two years, and then if it doesn't work, then you can get rid of some guys that. I guess if you are the two seed, you probably should go in for it. I don't hate it, especially I, like I just don't know the fit. Minnesota and. Denver, I, Denver, I think is beatable more so this year than last year. It's tough to say. We'll see come playoff time, but yeah, it's the same Denver team. It's just you know, yeah. Mer- Mer- well, but their like, depth isn't as good. Oh like, yeah, no, it's so like yeah. that to me. If I'm OKC, I'm thinking, even if it's a twenty percent shot, if we make some moves, we still have a shot. Like, yeah, like if Denver catches an injury, like they could have yeah, maybe Jamal Murray. If Gordon, like, so like if Gordon got hurt, they could have brought in um, Bruce Brown, but he's gone now. And then Jeff Green, who's actually playing okay for Houston in some games. Um, yeah, they don't have a lot of depth right now. Uh, Strother, the guy out of uh, the rookie out of uh, Gonzaga, hasn't really made an impact yet. But um, yeah, I agree. I guess you could go all in if you're the two seed right now. Why can't you win the West? I mean, yeah. why not? We'll see. Um, so. Anyway, with the trade machine, with that, I was also I kind of got crazier. I was seeing if I could somehow pair Dejounte and Capella and send them over to OKC for like several picks and like Lou Dort and maybe like the the worst Jalen Williams, um, Poku. Like I'd rather keep Jalen than have Clint. 
to be honest with you. But I'm saying if they wanted to speed up their – like if they really wanted to go all in, Clint Capella would be a guy that I think they could get because Atlanta has a Kung Wu. Like I, I don't know. I just got the idea. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not predicting that. I don't have any inside sources, clearly. But I think that would be kind of fun. Um, but I, I, I do think DeJounte gets traded. I just don't really know where. Yeah, I think they like Philly. The, maybe they're starting the lineup. They're starting lineup. Shea, Jalen Williams, Chet, uh, Josh Giddey, and Dort. I think they like that lineup. I don't think they're going to bring that big. And I think they do too. But can you imagine shipping Dort for Dejounte Murray? Yeah, that would fit. I, I like that move. He, that. He's a good defender, and he's a better offensive player than Dort. I think so. I think the favorites right now. I think I saw on uh, Fanduel was the Lakers to get him. I think New York's going to be a player in this. I think New York's going to be but a player. I don't see the Lakers getting him. What? Why do the Hawks want anything the Lakers have? They're not giving up Austin Reeves, and they have yeah. I mean, one D- pick. Yeah, D'Lo's contracts like the only thing that. Why? Match, why do you but, want D'Lo? No, they don't. I don't know. Everybody always says the Lakers. Because the Lakers isn't D'Lo on a mall? It, now, if D'Lo was an expiring, but I don't think he is. No, he, he, he just, just signed. He, he just signed his extension. That's why, why he traded young. Yeah, why would you want Dilo? He just has a very team friendly contract, and he's you know he's a solid player. But yeah, I don't. It, I would rather have Dejounte with a team friendly deal than D'Angelo Russell. I don't think even if you somehow could say, oh well, Dilo's such a good player. Well, I don't think him and Trey would even fit. I think. So we talked about how the Knicks want Joel really bad. They're going to want a superstar. I don't know if they really want Don. I know oh, we're talking this, but I okay. think. I think with how good I th- – because Daryl Morey just got an extension with the Sixers. I think with how good Tyrese has played, and I think they're going to have some cap space, and I think they're going to make a move here, maybe at the deadline. I think Joel is going to stay put, and he's. And why would you leave? You're averaging 40. You might be MVP he, again. He looks like he's having fun with Maxi. Yeah, so I think, yeah, the Harden drama's gone. Like, they, this looks like they're having fun this year. Um, I don't think they leave, so – the Knicks say, hey, do we go after a guy in DeJounte that we think might fit better than Don, and it's a lot cheaper, and we don't have to give up as much. So I think that's I think that it could be a sneaky trade, if unless they're saving for a superstar, which they want, because DeJounte's not a superstar. But I think that puts him over. I mean, that could maybe put him over Cleveland. I know Cleveland. Uh, we can get into Cleveland here in a minute. Uh, heartbroken right now, but we're playing quite well. But um, we'll see. I, I'm going to predict DeJounte to the Knicks if he gets traded. That's where I'm going to say. Yeah, I, I think the Knicks make a lot of sense, too. Um. All right. So now we're going to Toronto. The Raptor boys, OG and Siakam. I don't think they both get traded. Siakam's kind of the one that's so weird because it's like, well, OG's in every single trade, but r- they want rumor. like eight first round picks for OG or yeah. whatever. The I mean, he's a good player. He's a great three and D guy. I mean, he's like I said, prototypical. I say a lot, but he's like, been like bursting with potential for like three years now. And he, yes, he is a really good player, but I wouldn't give up more than three first round picks for him mm-hmm. yeah fred leaving i think opened the door for scotty scotty's have scotty barnes having not an mvp type season but he's having a fantastic breakout season um i don't know going forward this team's just not working i, I like their talent on the team they just it's not coming together right i think i said they're 12 and 18 i think they're 10th or maybe they're 12th in the east let me look real quick but i think og is more likely to get moved than siakam siakam's weird he said that he won't sign any like the reports came out last summer that he won't sign anywhere else like extend um, anywhere else except Toronto. He's older now. He's kind of his shooting's been really bad this year. So he's still, I think, if you want to win a championship this year, maybe Siakam over OG. But I think I'd want OG. I saw the Warriors rumored mm-hmm. with Siakam. I don't know if that fits. It just depends on the Wiggins stuff, how they feel about him. He's been really bad this year. Um, I guess Wiggins is um, from Canada. So. Yeah. So like Siakam's averaging twenty one six five fifty from the field, but twenty four from three. So he's never been a great Although, shooter. Although I think his shooting would go up since he's not the main focus anymore. Like on Golden State, he would at best be the second. Yeah. Where in Toronto, he's kind of the guy. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, he's not the guy anymore. Well, I, guy, okay. But, yeah, that's true. Scotty. OG's averaging fifteen four two two and a half forty eight from the field thirty seven. Bill Simmons made a good point. He said like if you get like how many minutes a night does he get? He gets uh, thirty six a night. If you're a solid NBA player and you get thirty five plus minutes a night, you could easily average fifteen points a game. So yeah, yeah. how good is Ananobi? We don't really know. Um, no offense, I mean he's a solid player. He's but- a great like maybe fourth option, third option. Yeah, on I- a contender. Yeah, oh, if he's your fourth option, that's great. That's yeah. great. But third, I mean, yeah, that could still work. I mean, it would depend who you're wanting to. Was. Yeah, if you had like Damon Giannis or something or something like that or like those type of guys. Yeah. But ooh, do you think that Milwaukee would ship out Middleton <laughs> if the Raptors wanted to blow it up? Yeah, if they. Although Milwaukee doesn't have picks, 
Yeah, so no. I, if not... they can move Middleton, they would, but he just signed an extension, so I don't think he's. Yeah, he's a descending player. He's not ascending anymore. I think I think it's going downhill for him, unfortunately. Yeah. He's been he's been better recently. But um so next we'll who talk. who do you think is going to get moved out of these two? Um or neither. Uh, I'm going to say neither because I just they've been in rumors for years and years and nothing's happened. I think they're going to have to make a move. I'll say OG. He's more okay. likely. I don't think right. Siakam. So, but I, they probably both stay put because okay. they just don't like to do trades there in Toronto. D'Lo. I think for sure if there's an offer, D'Lo will be moved. Yeah, I don't really think there's a right team here. I think it's just wherever they yeah. – I don't think we can pick. Wherever the Lakers can move him. He's wherever really they struggled. can get some the best return probably. Yeah, he's really struggled this year. I, he's, I mean, he's had his up and down games. He's, he's a solid That's player. That's who he but, is. He's yeah. very inconsistent. Yeah, I was really surprised that they re-signed him in the offseason. They made so many moves and – the moves might not all be working out right now currently, but um, they're, they're, they're talking about rumor about doing some crazy moves at the deadline. We said earlier, uh, Finney Smith from uh, the Nets, maybe Royce O'Neal. They need a couple more 3 and D guys, just guys that can play consistently on both ends. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say he gets moved. I don't know where he's going to get moved. He has one of the best contracts, like player-friendly or team-friendly contracts, so I'm, I'm going to say he gets moved. I have no clue where. I, I agree. I don't, I don't see how he doesn't get moved. Unless just no team wants him, but yeah, I I think he gets moved. I also don't know where he would even fit best. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on. Uh, we're, or, we'll, we'll save the, we'll save Donovan for last because okay. this one like, right. this will be our and because we can talk about the Cavs a little bit because this is yeah. like the one. Uh, PJ Tucker. This is not not a superstar, but he's not he's barely getting any minutes with the Clippers, yeah. um, and he's voiced he wants that he. Out. He wants either more minute, like he wants to play or he wants to trade it. And he's like the, uh, he, he's the poster child for like uh, cardio. I'm just running cardio. Not yes, good yeah. But he does play solid defense. He's annoying. I think. I think were the two teams. Heat and Bucks, I think, are the two okay. teams. Up. I think that make the most sense. Yeah. So. I think going back to one of those teams would also make yeah, the most I, sense. Yeah, it's a perfect fit for either one. I think he fits the culture there. I think Milwaukee, I think I like him on more. but I do too, just because their defense is much worse than Miami. Yeah, even if he comes I don't think he starts, but if he comes off the bench then Oh yeah. yeah. And he could still hit corner threes. I mean yeah. it's kinda crazy that I thought the Clippers would use him, but I I did too. I mean they have enough old guys already, but yeah, that one's pretty easy. I say Milwaukee or Miami. I, yeah. he's gonna get me moved. too. There's something getting asked. Okay, so we can end this with talking about Donovan Mitchell and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. Now the speculation, uh, a lot of people have said over the last ever since Donovan got traded that he's wanted to go to New York. He's going to play in New York someday. Um, Joe Ingles even said that on a podcast a couple months ago. Um, even Don was surprised. He thought that going to the Knicks was a done deal. So everybody's been saying ever since he got the day he got traded that he's going to get traded at some point from the Cavs. Um, he's got two years left on his deal. After oh no, he's got this year, next year, and then they have to make a decision. Um, he can't sign his extension, Supermac extension, until next summer. Everybody was freaking out, saying, oh, he didn't sign it this summer. Well, he would have lost money if he didn't sign it until next summer, or yeah. this last summer. Um, so the Cavs currently, I think everybody heard, uh, Darius Garland uh, fractured, or he broke his jaw. Um, Evan Mobley had to have knee surgery. He's out six to eight weeks. I think we're a week into that now. Knee surgeries, I, I don't care how minor they are, they're knee surgeries. You're not going to come back to it from an easy. If Even if he comes back, I mean, it would be in – almost getting towards playoff time we're getting closer uh we're not there yet but i'm saying when he comes back um people the question is so those two got hurt and then don's been out in the last three or four games with the illness um people are saying blow it up but the Cavs have been sneaky sneaky good here um recently they just came back they were down like 16 to dallas last night i forget what the current record is without like garland and mobley together um but they're winning without don too so yeah i i would not well, well. so this is what I was about to say. So a couple of the podcasts I heard, they're like, so what's the ceiling this team has if they all come back? Because the report came out that said that they still believe in this core the front office does, which I do too. You have four all-stars. Allen was an the, all-star. The key but, is Mobley. Like, well, he hasn't he hasn't leaped. He, he, he's right. not there. He hasn't His defense much. is great, mm-hmm. but you need him to take a step offensively. And he just hasn't. He's doing more, but he's not doing enough. It's not what we need. Um, so this is, the, this is the argument we had. I think Simmons, Bill Simmons talked about this and some other people. They were like, so what's the argument now of trading him now? Wouldn't you get more now? Oh, I think Wendy and hit two guys on his you, podcast. You probably. 100% would get more now. Yeah, because you get two playoff runs before. Well, whoever gets traded to, if the reports are Brooklyn or uh, the Nets or the Knicks, which because he'd be back home. 
um, which makes sense. You can get a lot of assets. I, if you could get Mikel Bridges and like Cam Johnson, they're not giving up Mikel. I know he wants to play with Mikel. Um, the one I sent you was interesting with the Pelicans because they could use a yeah. guard. I think it was Bi and what Bi and Murphy for Don and I forget what it was. I, I would I would I would really consider that because Bi fits good into our system and Trey Murphy. I would want Herb Jones too. You you're not gonna get all three for it. I don't think so. Bi and Herb. Yeah, because they have to convince Don to. Uh, no, I want Trey. I, I, Herb's you want good. Trey? Okay, yeah, I want Trey. Um, so what, what do you think? So what do you think the argument is? I think they're still going to there. It's Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he's a great playoff performer. He didn't do great. He played great in game one last year. He struggled after that. Yeah. Like, this is if the Cavs have any hint of him wanting out, if they even think there's a 5% chance that he's going to request a trade, I think you, you look to move him only because at, the, at the leverage de- at, at the deadline. Or in the off season, wait. I, mean, I would do off season. I would. So you would. So you'd let the season go. But people. Well, are, so he has all this year and all next year, and then he's. Done. Yeah. Wait. No. Or is it two more years after this? I thought it was two. Let me look at his contract real quick. Sorry. Because that changes things. I thought it was two years after this year. Let me see. So he has. Yeah, he's got. So this year and then two more, but he okay. has. A, he has a player option. That's why, so he can get out of it. Right. But still, I would. I would. See how this year goes. See how his vibes are at the end, depending on how far you go. Well, he never said he wanted out of Utah. I mean, it was kind of, but he never. I, he's I always know. been a team player. He's always but, like keeps his head down and stuff. But I, I feel like once, I don't know. I just, I think you're gonna go. He, home he has anyways. no. With Utah, he was drafted there. He grew up there. Like with Cleveland, he just he's only been here for a year and some change. Mm-hmm. So I think. He, Yes, he didn't ask out officially of Utah, but I think he would officially ask out of Cleveland. I don't think he would do it in a James Harden type way. No, he would never. I, I, but I think he would at least make it known to the front office that he would want out. Um, I think this is simple. I think it's really simple. You literally, you look, you go through the rest of the season, you get everybody back healthy. Yeah, I think this team can make. I you don't they, trade him this year. Yeah, well, no, that's what they were. That's what I was trying to get to on the podcast. They were saying like, so your ceiling is what you win a playoff or you win one playoff series, and like. Yeah, that's fair, but like you made this move. Like, if you sell off now, you're saying that you failed. Like, I, people were saying, oh, they did this too early because Mobley and Allen or Mobley and Garland are still really young, and Allen's still in the middle of his prompt. Like, he's 25, 26. Why'd they make this move? They're trying to make this move because you're trying to win a championship. You're trying to be competitive. I don't think you sell it off after you just had. I mean, I don't love the regular season wins, but they yeah. had 51 wins last year. Like, and I thought they were going to be even better this year with Struce. With Struce is he's struggling shooting wise, but he's playing good, and Nian's been okay, but. I think this team you got to bring it back. You have three All Star caliber players, and then Allen. Uh, I don't even. I can't say Mopey's All Star, but potential All Star. So I don't think you blow it up. No, I. The only way I think the perfect time to trade him would be next off season. Only if you think there's a chance that he asks out, because yeah. you you still have your leverage. Because if he asks out and lists like three teams or whatever, however they do it, like then your leverage is gone. Because then only a, a team from the outside isn't going to throw out their best assets because they know they, they he's not going to have leverage. Yeah. yeah. They have to convince him. To so that he you got to, you have to decide next off season during the summer. Okay. Well, if he doesn't sign the extension, he's not going to be there then they have to trade him then. Yeah. I mean, I think it really is going to depend on how, I mean, I think it's 50, 50. If they go in and win a playoff series and are in competitive in the second if round, they have life in the playoffs. I think he stays. Yeah. And if the fits good, I mean, and, I hate to say this, like I love Don. He's he's like my favorite player to watch right now in the league. He's very inconsistent at times, though, like some games, uh, just inefficient. But if we have to move on from him, we still have a really good core. And Garland, he's one of. And he's you would t- get, you would still get some. Yeah, you'd still get back. a haul. You wouldn't get maybe what you get like at the deadline, but you still get a haul. I mean, he's one. He's a top two or three shooting guard in the league. Like yeah. some people thought he was one of the, the better than Booker a couple years ago, but yeah, I think we'd be fine with Garland, Mobley, and Allen still going forward, even though I don't love Allen. Like you, you could get Alec Burks from Detroit. <laughs> You imagine this it's like you know what don you you ruined our you ruined our organization i want to see a team do that like why because i just I, we've talked about this before but there's the i don't know we i don't even want to get into it but yeah we're towards down here but i thought i just talked about that i don't think the Cavs should sell and we're gonna get into that later um i don't think they, de- they definitely should not sell just hold strong wait for garland to get yeah. back they're playing well yeah. you, you can't you can't quit on a team that you haven't really seen this year yeah like they just have had so many injuries. Yes, it, it is a similar team than last year, but you you added a lot of shooting. Um, so I say keep going with it. Only trade him if 
they're confident that there's a chance that he'll want out. Yeah. But you don't do it this season. Yeah. You got to keep rolling. I agree. Go Cavs. Cavs in seven. Uh, Boston's up one right now with three minutes left. So hope they catch a Matt L here and I can dance on his grave. I'm nervous. While we're watching the Browns game here. Go Browns. About yeah. to be in the playoffs, baby. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Um, Money Flacco. Anything else before we head out? Nope. Uh, we probably won't get another episode done before the New Year. So, like, we just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody and their families. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, yeah. We're looking forward to the year. Hopefully, we can get started. Um, 2024 is the buckulous year where we blow up. Yeah. We're calling gonna, it now. Yeah. We haven't really. We're going like, to double our viewers from three to six. <laughs> um, I'm going to make three counts on my mom's phone again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're I'm going to play it while I sleep. <laughs> we're going to We're looking forward to the journey. Um, yeah. I took We took three weeks off. It's just stuff's going on. And I got some health stuff going on right now, too. So hopefully we're all healthy and happy going into this year. Um, we'll see, though. We're excited for 2024 NBA. Yeah. I uh, think it's going to be great down the stretch. So yeah, playoff time. We're definitely gonna try to get up two episodes a week, and then uh, come summertime when we get more, we both have more free time, especially on the yeah. weekends, we'll get two episodes out. But yeah, we're gonna try to do once a week. We're gonna try. It's kind of hard right now, but we're trying our best. So for sure. Sorry, Seth's just watching the game right I, now. And he's freaking I, out. Well, Bogdanovich just hit the top of the backboard, so maybe that's why Detroit's <laughs> lost twenty-seven in a row. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. We, we love you guys. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, see ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Bucket List. Check us out on X at pod underscore bucket list and feel free to DM us any questions or topics you would like us to talk about on the pod. See you next time.